Depression is a sensation of apathy, hopelessness, giving up, and it is an emotional state that hijacks the system. It gives you tunnel vision, something that I'm all too familiar with. From as young as the age of eight, I can remember having depressive thoughts. And throughout my life, sometimes these thoughts became so intense, I even considered taking my own life. In fact, I write about this in my first book, Magic Source Codes. Now, if you did read Magic Source Codes or you've been following me for a while, I have been quite vocal about this aspect of my life. And you will know that four years ago, when depression snaked its head back around into my life, I went to war with it. I thought it was something broken about me. I thought there was maybe even a curse on me. Something was wrong. And I spent almost, I would say, at least $100,000, it was probably way more, (laughs) trying to fix myself. I went to therapy. I went to meditate with Buddhist monks at the top of a mountain. I went to Reiki. I even went to see a hypnotist. I tried everything. Scientology, changing my diet, exercising, all of the shebang. But what I came to discover was that the more I tried to rid myself of this emotional state, The more aggressive it became, the more it strangulated the life out of me, quite literally. Until in 2020, I had a manic attack and I walked away from the company. And it was only in the fallout from this experience that I was able to truly understand what depression really meant. Now, I'm not here to say that I have conquered depression and I, have n- I never have experienced it since then because this would be a lie. I still hit these reds once in a while. But four years ago, it started back in 2018 and went through to 2020. And it started off, I would get one, you know, once a week maybe. And then progressively as the years went on, it was... Every single day, I would wake up depressed and I would go to bed depressed. And I didn't know how to untangle myself from this quote-unquote monster living in my head. These days, I go about it very differently than what I did all those years ago. And it has taken me almost 30 years to finally recognize that depression is in fact a communication signal from myself, from my core. Now, in the past, and one of the things that we also do in our society is we call depression a mental illness, which right off the bat signals that it is a problem. It's an illness. It's something bad, something wrong. And so we immediately try to eradicate it or get rid of it. Some of us will use medication, some of us will microdose, others will, you know, do different types of modalities. There's a whole breadth of promises out there to cure you from this emotional red. But here's my perspective on it. Emotions are essentially a communication from yourself. 
because our thoughts and perspectives are very, very difficult to discern consciously. We are constantly thinking of a million things. We're daydreaming all the time. And it's very difficult to pick up our perspectives and thoughts in a moment. But our emotions help us to identify those because emotions are the result of synaptic connections in the brain caused by thoughts or perspectives which are chemically released throughout the body. And emotions are very easy for us to discern. There's all thousands of different emotions, but they're pretty simple to discern based off whether they feel good, they energize you, they vitalize you, or they drain you, they feel bad, reds and greens. Now, let's say that your house was catching on fire and somebody came up to you and was tugging frantically at your t-shirt and, and urging you to listen, maybe even yelling at you, your house is on fire, your house is on fire, your house is on fire. Would you get mad at the person who communicated this to you? No, that wouldn't make any logical sense, right? You would appreciate that person for letting you know your house is on fire and then you would go deal with the fire. Put the fire out. Getting mad or trying to blame or trying to stomp out the middleman is essentially a waste of focus and a waste of energy, which is what I was doing all those years ago. And because I was trying to stomp out the communication signal, it was getting more and more frantic. You're not listening. The house is on fire. The house is on fire until it was screaming at me 24-7 in my head. And so we have a tendency in our society to go to war with our emotional reds when we feel anxious or unfulfilled or disconnected from purpose or jealous or depressed or hopeless. We look for culprits. We create a witch hunt. We seek out something to blame and we try to destroy it, forgetting all along that emotions are simply communicating to us our core's desires. And so recently, I made a realization in my life. This was about a year ago in February. I had a, a very, very lucid vision, if you will, that involved me writing and making my writing my main gig. Prior to that, I had only published one book, Magic Source Codes, and I was mostly using this as a lead magnet into my private coaching and my ma mastermind groups. And when I had this vision in February, it showed me that my writing was not a lead magnet. It was the thing. And this felt so, so aligned immediately. As soon as I connected with this vision, I just knew. I knew it in the, in the deepest depths of my core. But it was also very confusing because... It had taken me 38 years to publish my first book and I only had one book and I didn't know how the hell I was going to make that my main business. It certainly wasn't going to replace my income right away, my revenues. But as the year went by, I encountered challenges and chaos and contrasting experiences which helped me to pivot away from what I had been creating towards this vision and a year on, I'm extremely proud to say I shifted my entire business. Back in November, I closed down all my private client work 
And I also closed down my masterminds and I stopped running workshops. My focus went purely on my writing. Now, at the time, I had a cash runway of about six months to make this pivot, the shift happen for myself. I had breathing room in terms of money to make this kind of pivot, which was fantastic. But as that cash began to go down and down, as it does, we have expenses, mortgages, all of these things, dependence, (laughs) my rational mind started to kick in and started to tell me, okay, well, you need to run workshops. You need to take on some private clients because you're really good at doing that. You create big impact when you do that and you make a lot of money. It's easy money. And so about a month ago, I decided to launch my next workshop, Psycho Money, which is I'm now in the process of doing. And I also decided that I would start working with authors, want to be authors, because I realized the setup I had for myself with my books was actually quite rare in the industry. The fact that I was making money from my books through a Shopify store without a lead magnet is, um, is something really, really rare. It's hard to do. So I said, you know what, I'll take on some private clients, this will bring some cash in, and it will feel really good. And initially, that did feel aligned. It felt great. Let's do it. That feels good. And as soon as I started to release these workshops, I hit the reds, the deep reds of depression. And this is quite vulnerable for me to share this, but it it got pretty bad. It got bad really fast. So back in 2018 and 2020, the depression was, you know, it was just like sad, hopeless thoughts at first, but then it began to build up into thoughts of taking myself away from this earth, suicidal thoughts, quite violent, dangerous thoughts. And what I experienced last month was something so much more abrupt. Instead of this slow buildup, that had taken years before, it just came on right away. I went to those dark places almost immediately. And again, (laughs) my natural response was to scratch my head and go, what the hell is happening? What is wrong with me? I am broken. This is, I'm never going to get free from this thing. Something's not right with me. I need to fix it. I need to fix it. I need to fix it. Luckily for me, the last three years of working with people, especially in the context of the flow protocols and emotional awareness and intelligence, I have come to learn a thing or two now about these emotions. And I caught myself. It took about a week for me to catch myself. I'll be honest there. I caught myself and I realized I was going on a witch hunt and I was trying to stomp out the depression once more. I was in resistance to this emotional red and I wasn't listening. I was forgetting it was a communication signal. And so once I had this realization, I didn't know what it was trying to say to me, even though it's quite obvious now that I recount it back to you. At the time, I was completely blind. You know, I was in a tunnel vision. I could not understand what was wrong. I thought these workshops were aligned. I couldn't see any problem. And so I simply 
released the resistance I had around the depression. I accepted it fully as a communication tool to myself. And I invited and intended to receive the answers, the communication it was trying to deliver to myself. I opened my heart up to hear what it was trying to say to me. And within a week of that, it became very, very obvious. This level of awareness downloaded itself into my, my core, where I realized, ah, my core wants to write. That's what it really, really wants to do. And I am diverting because of fear, fear of money running out. I'm diverting away from what my core really wants. And so it's screaming at me. And because I've been through this and I should know better this time around, it's not fucking around this time. It's not going to take three years to build up. It's going to hit me right away. It's going to yell at me immediately. Pay attention. And so I share this with you today, especially those of you who may be finding yourself drowning in these emotional reds of hopelessness, of depression, Perhaps you're also thinking of deep, dark thoughts to invite you to stop warring with this depression, stop warring with the telephone, essentially, that communication that you have within yourself. Accept it as a part of your own duality and then invite and intend what it is trying to say to you and it will come. But the more you fight against it, the more you believe it is a problem, the more you cast blame on this communication, the less and less you will be able to find the answers or to receive the answers that it is trying to say to you. And if you are facing monsters in your head that are making you consider taking yourself out right now, if things have gotten really, really bad for you, I urge you, please, please reach out to somebody. Tell somebody, somebody you trust. Because the more you accept it and you talk about it, the less power it will have over you. Your emotions are not your enemy, even the reds. They are not there to punish you. They are there to make you pay attention. And if things are really bad, do what you need to do. If that's medication or microdosing or therapy, do it. If it takes the edge off, do it. But just know that those things are only band-aids. It's not going to solve the ultimate thing that you're trying to communicate to yourself with. And so allow yourself and intend to receive. That's all it takes for you to simply open your heart and intend to receive. And you will receive it. You will be guided. But if you're fighting against it, if you're seeing it as a problem, if you're trying to crush it be beneath your toe, it's not going to make the ultimate problem go away <laughs> the thing that's causing that communication is not going to get resolved by you simply stomping out the communication you must be willing to listen to your reds just as much as you listen to your greens because that's what they're there for
You're always guiding yourself and you are always serving yourself. And to those of you listening today who are experiencing those deep, deep reds, know that you are loved, that you are needed here, and that you do matter. This is what your core is essentially trying to tell you. When we are in deep states of depression, we are in the polar opposite of love and gratitude. And so there is something about your life. Maybe it's a way you're creating or a relationship that you're in, conditions that you've placed over yourself that is disconnecting you from this essence of your own truth of love and gratitude. And it hurts. It hurts real bad. It hurts real bad to be disconnected from that source. But accept it. That communication is a part of you. It's not a bad thing. It's not a problem. It just means that you have the capacity to hold great amounts of love and gratitude and joy in your life. But it requires you to listen, not fight against it. Open your heart and listen. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Flow Protocols. If this episode has served you well, let me know. Tag me on Instagram at Cat Howell. And I'll see you guys on the next one.